Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Somebody said, well, you know, mama told me don't say anything negative. So if, if I don't have anything uh, positive to say, I don't say anything at all. Well, I'm grateful that you're in the place so that you don't say anything negative. But if you don't say anything positive, if you don't say the word of God, you, you're going to have basically the same effect. How is that? Because this world is going downstream. And if you're not rowing upstream, then you're being pushed down the stream. No, you're not saying anything against it, but you're not, uh, but you're not also uh, coming, you're not saying the right things. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Welcome back, Kingdom Rock family and Kingdom Rock Nation. Thank you so much for joining us for another uh, wonderful time in the Word of God. We're just going to have a great time, and I'm excited that you are here once again uh, to help me to share in God's rich Word. It is so awesome. As you know, we've been in a series entitled The God Life. We're going to take it back by force. In this new season, I'm telling you, uh, we're going to see things that we've never seen before. As, I, as I've told you on, on, in previous lessons, that in this new season, we'll have no need to fight. It's God that is fighting for us. It is him that goes before us. And I, I told you, I saw an image of a man uh, with a lawnmower. I mean, he's cutting the grass. He's going before, and he's cutting the grass. And... It is the lawnmower that's doing the work. He's just walking with it, right? So in this season, God is going before us. And he is masterfully laying things down and doing things and, and handling things. He is going before you in this season. You have no need to fight in this one. Uh, our, our sorrows were in 2020. But now, we've wake, now we're waking up to a brand new day. As the scripture says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. 2020, 2020 was a year of uh, definite, it was a dangerous time. It was definitely a trying time. But it was also a time that we mourned and wept. The world mourned and wept. Weeping may endure for the night, and it did, but joy comes in the morning. Now we're entering to a brand new season, a brand new time. So I want you to be encouraged and we will find joy in this season. And the reason that the father is taking us through this God life series is because he's preparing us uh, for this season that we are in, preparing us to enter into his joy, preparing us to enter into his rest. So the father will be going before you, making some things happen. And we're going to have to simply walk along with him. And there are things that we're going to have to do. But all the warfare, all the battle, just like in Second uh, Chronicles 2020, it's the Lord that goes out and the Lord deals with the enemy. And we're there with him. But we're going to have to be bold and courageous in this season to walk with him. Amen. Amen. There's going to be some scary things uh, that you'll hear about in the news. You hear about in other conversations. But remember, that's for them. It is not for you. Glory to God, because you are kept safe under the Lord's wonderful hands. And we're excited about that. Amen. All right. Well, let's get back into the series today. 
I just want you to be encouraged and know that Jesus loves you so very much. All right, so this series comes with a confession. We're going to go ahead and confess the Word of God. But before that, we're going to do our decree. We're going to do our decree, right? And Job twenty-two twenty-eight it says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto, unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. We're going to walk in the promises of God. Hallelujah. You're going to walk in the promises of God for your life. Glory to God. And we're going to decree and we're going to see some things established. The word, it is the word that will go before us. It is the word. The father goes before us. How does he do it? By his word. It is the word that will proceed us. The word that will go before us. And the Bible says that. Uh, his word is as a sword. It's a sword. And we know this uh, from the whole arm of God, right? The Bible says, uh, uh, and take upon you the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So as we declare the word, and we're going to see this in this series, and I pray that you practice this in your life. As we declare the word of God and say what he says, the sword of the spirit goes out. The sword of the word goes forth. And it cuts up just like on the bottom of a lawnmower. You know, those blades cut that grass. It cuts, cuts, cuts. Well, it's going to be the same with us. As we declare God's rich word, the blades go out and it creates a trail before us. But you're going to have to say the word of God. And so we're going to look at that and I'm excited. So let's go ahead and say the word here in our confessions. All right, let's go. I am a child of God and a joint heir with Christ, Romans 8, 17. I don't have to be broke, sick, worried, or sad another day of my life, Luke 4, 18, 19. I believe I have, rather one more time, I believe I received the abundant life Jesus has laid up for me, John 10, 10. I cast all my cares unto the Lord because he cares for me. Therefore, I live a carefree life of peace and blessings. 1 Peter 5, 7. I am victorious through Christ Jesus and the power of darkness and the powers. Let me start again. I am victorious through Christ Jesus and the powers of darkness are now under my feet. Ephesians 2, 6. Romans 8, 34. I am no longer a victim of circumstance. Because, rather, today I decree I am an overcomer. 1 John 4, 4. My goodness, my goodness. Come on. Are you praying with me today? All right, let's say that one more time. He says, uh, I am no longer a victim of circumstance. Today I decree I am an overcomer. One more time. I am no longer a victim of circumstance. Today I decree I am an overcomer. Maybe we just need to do that two or three times. I don't know. Let's go on. All my sins have been washed away, and I have constant peace and communion with God the Father. 1 John 1, 7. God is for me, and I obey his voice. Therefore, his blessings are overtaking me right now. Deuteronomy 28 and 2. Awesome, awesome. That's some awesome sauce there. Praise God. So that's an example of the word of God going before us. 
You know, your words, and we'll see this, your words change the trajectory of your life. The book of James says it like this. It says that the tongue is like a bit in the horse's mouth, or it's like uh, a, a rudder uh, on a ship. It turns the course of your entire life, either toward the good or toward the bad. Your tongue, the words that you say. And today, we'll be talking about the power of the spoken word. The power of the spoken word. And you will discover that as we say what Father says, we will see Father's results. Praise God. Now, we've talked about the definition for the God life. Let me bring this back up to you today. I've added a few tweaks to this definition this week. The God life can be described as this. Living above this natural realm by receiving assistance from the invisible kingdom as you release the word of God through, come on, through hearing, believing, and saying. You got that? We're releasing the power of God. We're releasing the resources of the invisible kingdom in your life through hearing, believing, and speaking. Can you do that with me? Hearing, believing, and speaking. That's the key. We can really stop it right there. Hearing, believing, and speaking. All right? All right. In turn, we will walk in the fulfillment of the promises of God. Now, remember this, that mankind was formed in the image and likeness of God. God spoke his word and things happened. You're going to speak his word and things happen. Man is like any, uh, is not like any other creature. I mean, we are, we stand alone. We stand alone. And it's, it's, it's so powerful. I want to, I've been thinking about this to show this to you. It's so powerful how man is like this. Okay. Here's man. All right. You got that picture. I have my hands out there. For those of you that are listening by way of podcast, my hand is extended and there is an image of a man in my hand right now. Now that's man. The Bible declares that in our weakness is his strength made perfect. You will see the glory of God uh, really stand out uh, in our weakness, right? So here's man in my hand here. And then in my other hand, I'm holding the power of God. Praise God. Now, the power of God in itself is wonderful, powerful. I mean, it is awesome all day, night. It is, there's nothing else like the power of God. So when his power or his super comes upon this natural, yeah, we end up with a supernatural being. And the other forces in the universe, the devil or whoever else says, wow, look at this. Because God has enwrapped himself on a physical man on, or, or on a woman. This thing called a human that is weak, but now has been made strong. And that glorifies God. Hallelujah. That glorifies God. Remember, God did not call many wise, but he called the foolish. He called the foolish things to confound the wise. He didn't call many strong things. He called the weak things. 
Because in our weakness, you're really going to see the power of God revealed in your life. So listen, in this new season, stop looking at you and about how much you know or don't know, how cute you are or how cute you're not. Stop looking at your weaknesses because it's not about you in this season. It's about the power of God. It's about his super coming upon your natural. And I feel this to tell you, you are not alone. Glory to God. Come on, let's run, let's run. You are not alone. The Father is with you. It is his super that comes upon your natural that makes this a supernatural experience. This is a supernatural year, but we're going to have to declare the word of God in front of us. Oh my goodness. I feel this today. I pray you with me. So listen to those keys once again. We're going to enter into this God life, this supernatural life through hearing, believing, and speaking. One more time through what? Hearing, believing, and speaking. So to that end, we were in the book of Mark, the 11th chapter, and we looked at verses 22 through 24. We made reference there to the, to the message Bible. And I love the way the message Bible says that it says, embrace this God Life, And that's what we're going to do. Embrace this God life. Now let's go on. Let's see if we can go further today in Mark 11, uh, 22 through 26 out of the King James. And this is where we're going to get our meat here today. We're going to really dive in. So get your forks and knives, get them all ready. We're going to dive into God's rich word. All right. Verse 22 says, and Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. Oh, my God. Glory, glory. Verse 25 and when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Now, I want to take you back to looking at, um, looking, let's look at one more time at verse number 23. Look at, it, look at the latter part, or rather the middle of that. It says, be thou, as we talk to the mountain, the mountain talks about a troubling situation in your life, something that is so big that, it, that it, it seems to be insurmountable. It could be sickness, right? It could be uh, poverty. It could be debt, something that is so huge, all right? And Jesus says, well, in this God life, you're going to have authority over it. So instead of complaining, sitting there complaining about how tall this is or how much you got to pay or how much this hurts, uh-uh, we're not going to be a victim of the circumstance. We're going to be speaking to the circumstance and being an overcomer. This is that God life, man. We don't have to be victims anymore. We can be overcomers through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Father gives us the key. And what's the key? 
Hearing, believing, and speaking. Remember, when you declare what he says, a sword goes forth out of your mouth. A blade goes forth out of your mouth, and it chops and purees, and it moves things out of the way. Glory. We just got to hear, the, hear his word. What did you say, Father? Now let me repeat what you said. And, and when I repeat what he said, when I say what he says, I will see what he sees. Glory to God. Did you understand that? We're going to say what he said. God's word is creative power. Now, let me say this. In the beginning, the word wasn't used for communication. In the beginning, the word of God was used for creation. Let me say that one more time. In the beginning, the word was not used for communication, but for creation. So as we go back to the original intent for this thing, God gave you words. He gave you his word, not so much for communication, but for creation, God gave you his power to speak so that things would move and react in your life. So when you put his word in your mouth, things begin to be created in your life. Your world begins to shape and change based on the words that you speak. Glory to God. And isn't that so true that much of our lives today are a reflection of the things that we've been saying? We've been saying things like, I, I can't do this, and I, I can't go there, and, and I don't have this, and I don't have that. Oh, I'm so sick and tired. Oh, I'm so sick and tired. We've been saying a lot of negative things, and what's happening, our lives are filled with negative things. Think about it in this case. It's like, a, it's like you have a cookie jar or some type of barrel or something and it's filled up with everything that you've just spoken, everything that you've spoken. And at the top of that barrel or jar, maybe there is some type of spout and, and you put your cup under there and you turn that spout on and then you can drink from it. That's what we drink from. That's what we live from, the words that we have spoken. If we constantly are speaking negative things, constantly speaking uh, especially terrible things about ourselves, that's what we're drinking from. That's what we're drinking from. Somebody said, well, you know, mama told me don't say anything negative. So if, if I don't have anything uh, positive to say, I don't say anything at all. Well, I'm grateful that you're in the place so that you don't say anything negative. But if you don't say anything positive, if you don't say the word of God, you're going to have basically the same effect. How is that? Because this world is going downstream. And if you're not rowing upstream, then you're being pushed down the stream. No, you're not saying anything against it, but you're not, uh, but you're not also uh, coming, you're not saying the right things. Are you hearing me? We have, to, we have to begin to speak in line with what God says so we can have what God has. God's everything. You must speak. You must say. You must speak. You must say. And many times if you don't say anything, then, you know, we just go along with it. But that's just saying that we approve of it. If we don't say anything, that means that we approve of it. You approve of what's happened in your life if you don't say something. Not just say anything. I'm not saying you to argue. I'm telling you to say what God says. Glory to God. You got me? All right, let's go on a little bit further here. Look at verse number uh, 23 again. He says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain... Think about what is your mountain? What, what is so insurmountable? What is the thing that you complain about all the time? The thing that cannot, does not seem uh, 
able to be moved. What is that area? The Lord said, you're going to say unto this mountain, what? Be removed and be thou cast into the sea. Now, what's doing the work here? The word of God is doing the work. You're not doing the work. It is the word that is doing the work. He says, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Here's your part. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, the word believe there in the Greek is peace up. Peace tuo, peace tuo. And that means to think to be true, to be persuaded of, place confidence in. To think to be true, be persuaded of, place confidence in. So Jesus says, now remember, Jesus is telling us how to operate in the kingdom. We have so much, my God, I don't know, we're not going to get it all today. There's just so much. Jesus is telling us how to operate in this kingdom, in this God life, okay? He says, you got a problem? You got this trouble area that won't move? It's too big for you to climb over? It's too deep uh, for you to go under? What do you do? He says, speak to it. Speak to it. Remember, in the very beginning, uh, the word was not used for communication, but for creation. He says, speak to it. Speak to it. Don't argue with them. Don't complain about it. Speak to them. Because understand, your complaining words are negative words. Your murmuring words are negative words. All we have to do is look back in the Old Testament and we see what, especially the children of Israel, right, in the wilderness, and we see what all their complaining and murmuring did. It never produces anything good. As a matter of fact, it produces a, a hotbed for the enemy, a, a hotbed of demonic activity. When you speak along with the enemy, when you agree with the devil, when curses come out of your mouth, oh, she's this, oh, he's that, I'll never have this, I'll never have that, oh, well, it's going to be this. And what, what's happening? You're creating a hotbed of activity, a place for the devil to inhabit, a place for demons to inhabit. And they are wonderful there. It's like they're all taking a sauna, all taking a bath, and just relaxing there. And so we're creating that atmosphere for the demonic to come in and, and uh, inhabit. But what would happen if we spoke the word of God? Even though we see the mountain is big, we see the problem is terrible, but we declare, oh, thank you, Lord, you supplied all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I say what you say. Father, I thank you. I cast my cares unto you, for you care for me. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you're taking these cares from me. And even in Isaiah, one of my most favorite scriptures, it says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Some of us got a lot of griefs and sorrows. But you say, Lord, you know what? I don't have it because you took it away from me. Father, I declare your word. And what's happening, the sword is going forth. Father, I declare your word that you have borne my griefs and you have carried my sorrows. You have taken them away. And what are you doing? No matter what you see around you, no matter what you hear around you, understand those things are temporary. They're all 
all subject to change. The only thing that is solid is the Word of God, and His Word is used for creation primarily. You hearing me? So you're creating then an environment of heaven. As heaven, as you speak in the Word of God, the atmosphere of heaven begins to rain down. Glory to God. The atmosphere of heaven begins to come as you say what God says. As we stop agreeing with the devil, the devil says, oh, you never make it. You'll never have any money. You'll never have this and, and you never have that. And we just go ahead and agree with him. Oh, you're right. I'll never have any money. Oh, this will never work out for me. I'll always look like this. We just agree on with him. Agree on with him. And remember, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So we're establishing with the devil. We're agreeing with him and we keep having what he's having. But I'm telling you that in this season, something's going to happen as we agree with God. Not just saying it once, but continually saying it again and again and again and again and again. Several times throughout the day, say it again and again and again. And I declare the word of God as you speak his word creation, things are changing all around you. It's changing all around you. You may not be able to feel it. You may not be able to smell it. You may not be able to sense it, but I'm telling you, God's word is true. He's not a man that he should lie. He won't repent what he said. It will surely come to pass. We just got to stay on it. My God, are we going to get anywhere today? Let's, let's try to go further. So, this word believe means to be persuaded of it. You've got to be persuaded that what God said was true. You've got to be persuaded. You've got, you've got to allow yourself to believe that the words of God are right and truth. Even though you're feeling, you're hurting in your body. Even though you got to talk to the, the doctor's uh, uh, test results right there. You've got to be persuaded that by his stripes you were healed. The Bible says again, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you were healed or you are healed. We've got to be convinced of that. Jesus did it or he didn't do it. Listen to me. If you look at Christ hanging upon the cross, as he hung upon the cross, he was whipped. He was battered. He was bruised. In many cases, uh, historians say he was unrecognizable uh, upon the cross. There was so much blood. Why did Father God allow his son to go through that? Well, he was making a payment. He was making a purchase for you and I. Every whip, every lash, every nail, the thorns that were upon him, every time blood was shed, that was a payment for your healing. He paid for your healing. He paid for your deliverance. With every drop of his blood, there was a payment for your sins. There was a payment for your healing. Your healing was paid for in advance. Hallelujah. You're not waiting on God. God has already done it. He says, now just be fully persuaded in what I did. God said, you're healed, so you agree. 
Father, I thank you. I agree with you. Out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So I agree with you. It is by your stripes that I am healed. Because of the stripes of Jesus, I declare my blood pressure is normal. Because of the stripes of Jesus, I declare that my blood sugar uh, count is normal. Because of the stripes of Jesus, I declare that my legs work and, and I can walk. Because of the stripes of Jesus, I declare that my throat is healed, that my foot is healed. Because of the stripes of Jesus, I declare that I live in divine health. I live in divine health right now, from the top of my head to the very soles of my feet. Because of the stripes of Jesus, because of the blood that was shed. And, and listen, you've got to see yourself in the wounds of Christ. See yourself in the wounds, in the wounds of Christ. See yourself there. Because he purchased that healing for you. Hallelujah. So we've got to keep on saying what he said. You've got to allow yourself to be persuaded of it. I know what the doctor said. I know how you feel. I know what they say. But you've got to allow yourself to be persuaded of this. This is true. This is true. What God said is true. And I believe in what he said. And then you're going to then you're going to keep on saying what he said. Thank you, Lord, that you've healed me. Give him praise. Thank you, Lord, that you've healed me. Oh, you say, oh, oh, that hurts. Hey, thank you, Lord, for healing me, because I know that you cannot lie. I know that what Jesus did for me is so it is true. And I believe it. Lord God, I believe it. Hallelujah. Yes, I keep on taking the medic medication. Yes, I go ahead and follow the doctor's advice because of what Jesus said has done, once it is fully manifested, it can be seen in the test result. Glory to God. It can be seen in all these other places too. Hallelujah. Yes, I'll continue uh, to do what I've been doing and I'm going to declare the word of God and sooner or later, hallelujah, sooner or later, it may take a day, it may take a, a week, it may take a month. I don't know how long, but as soon as I have declared the word of God and I'm persuaded in my heart, the things are coming together, atoms are coming together, neurons or whatever is coming together. It is creating a new reality around me. It is creating a, 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 a heavenly existence around me. And then I will see what I have been saying. I will receive God's everything. I hope that's making sense to you. We've got to declare. So I would even I could say, you know, what atmosphere are you creating around your life? My goodness, we've got to close out soon. I'm having such a such a good time today. What atmosphere are you creating around your life? What atmosphere are you creating around your life? What's around you? What words? What are what invisible words are hanging around you? Well, I don't say anything. Well, listen, that vacuum then is filled with uh, the negative. If you don't say anything, the atmosphere is, is not empty. It's still negatively charged. Why? Because you're living in a negatively charged world. How many political ads? Oh, my Lord. How many political ads have you seen? This mud throwing us that one. How many negative things have you heard on the phone and, and about this person, about that person? It seems like the world is so unhappy, and it is so angry. People are unhappy. They're angry. They are, are sad. They are frustrated. And all that's all around us all the time. So if you don't say anything, the atmosphere is already charged with the negative. That's why you kind of have to charge it 
with the word of God, with the words that you speak out of your mouth, speaking what he says and saying it 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 and saying the word of God seven or eight times a day, saying the word of God, saying the word of God. I thank you, Lord, for healing me, giving him praise for what you're believing him for. Amen. And you're going to see this mountain moved and cast into the sea. Let's try to get back into this text. Looks like this is the only, only one we're going to get to today. I had a, something a mile long, but all right, let's just keep on going here. All right. So as we begin to close here, the Lord says back in verse 23, for verily or truly, I say unto you that whosoever, that's whoever, whoever you are, you don't have to be a preacher, an apostle, a teacher, so forth and so on. That's it's whoever believes in Jesus, whoever believers. So it's talking about you. This is talking about you. You are the whosoever. It says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Get out of here, he's saying. And shall not doubt in his heart. You allow yourself to be fully persuaded, right? And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, but shall believe that those things which he saith, said so that word saith there means uh, it's a continuous saying. Saith, saith means to say and continue to say until manifestation. Let me say that again. Saith means to say and continue to say until manifestation. Got me? He says again, and shall not doubt his heart, but shall believe that those things that he saith, that is to say and continue to say, shall come to pass. I believe what I'm saying shall come to pass. I believe what I say now, what I continue to say shall come to pass. He says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. To say and continue to say. God said you're going to have, he says the answer simply is in your mouth. The answer to the situation is in your mouth. Hallelujah. It's not in your complaining. The answer is in your mouth. It's in saying what he said. Listen, the word of God is more powerful than your bank account. The word of God is more powerful than the test results, than the numbers. The word of God is more powerful than a, a than negative Nelly or... Or I don't know, I'm about to say something else, but you got me. Hallelujah. The word of God is more powerful. The Lord can pick you up from negative and put you right in the positive. But we've got to speak along with him. We've got to walk right behind that lawnmower. Glory to God. Those blades are spinning. The blades are spinning. Glory to God. The blades are spinning. The word of God is going forth out of your mouth and it is creating things around you. Glory. Let's finish up here. It's like, this is all we're going to get to today. He says again, it shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, whatever you want, when you pray, believe, believe. That's that word, uh, pistuo again. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe. That is, allow yourself to be persuaded. Believe that you receive them. And he says, you'll have them. This is that God life. Believe that you receive them and you have it. You'll have it. You've got to be fully persuaded in this thing. There is a relationship and we're going to see this more on the next time. There's a relationship between believing and speaking, believing in the heart and confessing with the mouth. There is a relationship when you believe in your heart, I mean, when you allow yourself to be fully persuaded, fully confident in this thing, 
fully persuaded and fully confident, when you allow that to, when you allow that to dwell in you, your, your words become bold. Your words become bold. And as your words are emboldened, I guess I can say, as your words are emboldened or, or bold, you'll begin to see what you've been saying. There's a relationship between believing in the heart and saying out of the mouth. It's create thing, it creates things. Believing in the heart and saying in the mouth. Saying out of the mouth, rather. First of all, again, we heard what God said. Then we believe it. And then we speak it. Let me show you this one other scripture. and Then we'll close out here today. We'll put a pin in it this week, but we'll hit it once again on next week. We'll be right back here on next week. I cannot wait to go with you even further. I'm so excited about this God Life series. It can have 40, 40 episodes. It's fine with me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm really getting something out of this. I pray you are too. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans. Let's look at Romans 10, Romans 10, 9. This is so exciting. Let's look at Romans 10, 9. And it says this, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe, rather, let's start again, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him, from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So confessing with your mouth, believing in your heart, creates, creates the most powerful blessing or miracle, should I say, ever. That's your salvation. God saves you through that act of believing and confessing. So this miracle, we oftentimes people take it lightly that the miracle of salvation, again, it's the most powerful miracle there is. So if God gives you that, he'll give you everything else. If you can get saved by believing and confessing, you can also have other things in your life that you've been needing and wanting, healing, deliverance, whatever it is, because this is the key to the God life, hearing I heard the word of God preached about Jesus, and I believe that word preached about Jesus. You know what I say? I say that I'm saved. I say I receive Jesus. You hear me? So hearing, believing, and saying. So allow yourself to be fully convinced of what God said, because what he said is truth, and you can stand on it. My God. Our time is gone for this week. Oh, my, excuse me. Oh, man, oh, man. You know, I'm excited about this. Oh, I cannot wait to be back with you on next week mm, and get further into the Word of God. Oh, if you would allow me, let me pray with you right now. Father, I, I thank you for my friend that is right now listening and watching from all around the world. Lord, I pray that you would give them the rich revelation of who Jesus is. And Lord, understanding who Jesus is will, will allow us access into this God life. And Father, I speak, I speak along with my friend about the mountain that they're currently facing. And I join faith with them. And Lord, I declare now to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. If it is sickness, if it is pain, if it is torment. 
I command it be removed and be cast into the sea. And Lord, we thank you. We do not doubt in our hearts, but we believe that those things that we say shall come to pass. We'll have what's what we say. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the monies that they need. I thank you, Lord, for the healing that they need. I thank you, Lord, for deliverance that, that, uh, that has been waiting, that now has come to pass. Thank you for delivering, my friend. I thank you for great salvation and for miracles as it starts this day in Jesus' mighty name. And my friend, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now is a great time to do that. There's no magical prayer formula. You just have to believe. So I'll lead you just in a short prayer. You can pray this prayer with me, or you can pray a, a prayer like this one. This will be fine, too. As long as you believe in your heart and you confess your mouth, I'm telling you, the Father will receive you. He said, those who come to him, he will no wise cast out. Let's go ahead and pray together. And just repeat after me. Just, just say, Father, I come to you, a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in Jesus. I believe in his precious blood. I believe it has washed my sins away and that he has made me new. I confess him as my Lord and as my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Live in me. Make me yours. And I'll serve you all the days of my life as you show me how. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Give me a new language that I may live this new life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my friends, I pray that if you pray that prayer sincerely in your heart, I would say welcome to the family of God. Glory to God. As we turn from the world and turn unto Christ, I'm telling you, new and great things happen. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the family of God. I want to remind you to join us on our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's message and so much more. And also get links to our podcast and so many other resources. We have a blooming podcast network. Make sure you go and check out our podcasters. I believe it's going to bless you every single day. So check it out. While you're on the website, you can also give to the ministry and become a partner and help us to share this gospel all around the world. It's because of partners, viewers, and listeners like you that we're able to be here every week. And we thank you so very much. We love you guys. All right, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. I will see you on the next time. Bye-bye. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.